0: Get ready for your semi-regular dose of random ideas from the guys at Code Elation. We like to talk about big ideas, companies that are winning and those that aren't, along with current events in our crazy world of software startups. So come along with Eric and Josh, who challenge you to think big, start small, and turn your ideas into something on this episode of From Idea to Done. Hey
1: everyone, I'm Josh. And I'm Eric. And today we have a special guest, our friend Matt Paulson from Market Beat is joining us on this episode from Idea to Done.
0: Matt, why don't you take
2: a little time to tell us a little bit about yourself and Market Beat? Sure. So I run a financial media company based out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, as you mentioned, called Market Beat. But uh, we publish a daily investment newsletter that has 1.6 million recipients, about 15, page, 15 million page views a month, and it's all news and information and research tools about stock market. Um, I
1: think that's that's it. <laughs> you know, Matt, we've gotten to know each other a little bit over the last uh probably two, three years at some founder retreat events. And the one thing I've always wondered is, you know, how have you gotten traction in a space that's got some really heavy competition? I think people may look at Yahoo Finance or these other sites that give stuff away for free. How how'd you figure out kind of the secret sauce for market beat?
2: Yeah, so you know, Yahoo Finance is kind of the the big gorilla in our market and they've been around for 20, 30 years, you know, close to 30 years now. So they have a huge head start on us, which we started close to 10 years ago. Um, but what's interesting about the financial um, news and information business is it's not really a zero sum game. So people will go to Yacht and Finance and Market Beat. They won't, won't pick and choose. So that's been helpful to us. And, you know, in our space, you know, people are used to paying about $6 for an email sign up. And I said, okay, I don't want to pay that. How can I get them cheaper? Um, so we've done some really good content marketing stuff, especially around like Google News and Google Finance and um, any kind of stock vertical news um, sites. So even like we we have content into MSN Money, for example. Uh, we've been able to use those platforms to generate a lot of organic traffic. That's not just you know ranking for keywords on Google, but you know some of the more verticalized you know sections of Google and, and Bing and Yahoo to to generate traffic for our website you know, that turns into email signups. So our average email signup cost is under a dollar when the industry averages about six.
1: Wow. So you've got content that's getting picked up by other news outlets and you're using kind of their audience to help drive your your email signups.
2: Yeah. Our our kind of million dollar idea was we kind of pioneered the idea of automated financial content. So we would take a structured piece of financial data, like an earnings report, um, and then we would um, use some software to create a kind of a human readable article with that. Um, so it, it, it kind of reads like a press release, but it's, you know, this company announced their earnings today. It was this number compared to the analyst estimate of this number. And you know, that allowed us to publish content at scale into some of these platforms. Um, so we might only have a hundred people read an article, but you know, that's enough for us to, you know, if we do 500 of them a day or a thousand of them a day, it, um, you know, it got us a lot of traffic for quite a while. And you know, that, 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 that hack doesn't really work anymore, but um you know, we kind of built our business off that idea
1: cool and and you guys monetize off of a couple different uh, directions don't you
2: yeah so we are a mix of subscriptions and premium or subscriptions and advertising so we kind of have a freemium model on our subscription so if you don't pay us there's ads in your newsletter obviously ads on our website as well and then if you do pay us you know, the, the newsletter experience is, is kind of ad free and then you get access to some other stuff as well but um, you know right now um, the way the business has evolved advertising is probably 70% of the revenue and that's not how we designed it but that's kind of where the business took us and it's where we're at
1: cool if if you could um, you know rewind the clock 10 years when you're starting market beat and you know what have you learned to date that you you know try to go back in time and tell yourself or you know a lot of our audience is early stage um, startup ideas. Yeah. You know, what would you what sort of advice would you give to them as they're starting to uh, work on their idea?
2: Yeah, and the advice that I wish I had, had kind of picked up on really early on was: is you have to be really aware of your platform risk. So there was a point when we were getting traffic from Google and our only monetization was Google AdSense. So it's like our the entire business at that time was just. Um, Dependent on the whims of, you know, Google liking our websites and monetizing them, and you know, our interest in Google's aren't aligned, for, you know, very well. So it's uh, not a great spot to be in, and you, know, you kind of see it happen over and over again. People get too reliant on a big company's API or traffic source, and you know, it does, doesn't typically end well. So if you can insure yourself against that stuff as much as possible, um, you know, you're, start, so you're setting yourself up for success.
1: Yeah, I saw that happen with like a lot of the Facebook chat companies when the Facebook shut off the, the chat bot type, type stuff. Uh, and we've,
2: we've been able to do that just by diversifying our traffic sources and revenue and, um, you know, building audiences on platforms where there's not a company that owns it. So, you know, with email, like Google can't just go and change the email spec without talking to a whole bunch of other companies. Same thing is true for SMS to some extent. Same thing is true for web push notifications. We've got probably four hundred thousand people that get our push notifications, so we focus on on those things and less on like Facebook and, and Twitter and that kind of stuff.
1: So direct direct contact to your customers.
2: Yeah, and that could be a you know it could even be a direct mail list if you want to go you know want to go old school too. But
0: old school.
2: <laughs> I mean, if there's another company in between talking like you and your customers, and they are kind of the firewall that determines if your message gets through, you're in a bad spot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. You know, I found a book online called Email Marketing Demystified, yes. <laughs> and so I, written by you, it's now in my Audible, and we kind of started our email list uh, within about the same time as this podcast, basically, mm-hmm. and our list right now is it's basically people we know, and they kind of like our content, and we get nice, nice words from our friends, basically, when things are done, so what what advice would you have to people to kind of like grow? And I know that there's a whole book on this. It's about yeah. like a first step someone can take to grow their email list outside of just people that they know.
2: Yeah. And what's difficult is you can do everything right and not get an email sign unless you have like traffic on your website or some other source of, of people, you know, maybe podcast listeners or social media followers because your, your email list will be reflective of your other followings. So you mm-hmm. can like set up the perfect lead magnet have the best opt-in still not get any signups if you don't have an audience somewhere else. So um, people sometimes will focus too much on, you know, getting your email service provider, having the best opt-in, that kind of stuff when like that stuff's not going to matter unless you have a whole bunch of people on your website or some other place that follow you to begin with. So, you know, half of it is setting up their, you know, MailChimp and whatever else, but the other half of it is, is, you've got to be interesting. You've got to have something to say. Um, and you, you need to have people following you already if you're going to, going to go on email list.
1: Easy. So so if you, if you're just starting out and you don't have an audience, you don't have a following, Mm -hmm. do you have any hacks or recommendations, you know, to, to get leverage someone else's brand or, you know, some way to, to start that, that following.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a few things you can do. You can always email people and say, Hey, can I add you to my list? I'm going to write about this for your first hundred subscribers or so. Um, obviously that doesn't scale, but you, you know, you can get your first hundred that way um, beyond that. You know, you can you try to approach people that do have audiences and see if you can share, you know, some content with them behind an email opt-in um, you know, that works. Um, it, it is just, it is a slow grind to get going though. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm doing a podcast interview right now. Maybe somebody will listen to this and Google the name that person after this land on my website, type in my email, or I could say, Hey, if you want a free copy of my book, go to whatever URL and get a free copy of my book and, you know, require an email opt-in for that. So, um, you know, have something valuable that you can give somebody else's audience and put an opt-in in front of it is kind of the, the first thing that a lot of people do.
0: Yeah,
1: that's Um-hmm. perfect. <laughs> Well, any, anything else, Matt, you can think of that uh, our audience might find value in in terms of you know, email marketing, company growth, uh, not being uh, tied to the evil Google or Facebooks?
2: Yeah. I, I mean, the big thing that I've kind of learned about email in the last couple of years is you know, the biggest list size doesn't matter. It's, it's how many people that are engaging with your email is what matters. So if somebody doesn't open a message from us in 30 days, we kick them off the list and because we do that, we we get 30% open rates at Gmail, and like nobody gets that. Mm-hmm. And we don't have a problem with spam filters ever because we don't have inactive people on our list, we just kick them off or wait until they open an email to start sending the mail again. Like if you can stay really on top of your deliverability stuff, like you just never have problems with spam.
1: Cool, yeah. it's you're, you're, you know, we are starting off. It's the bigger number, the better, but you're absolutely right of, you know, you need to be able to clean that list and make sure that people are actually engaging. Otherwise, what's the point of even having a list?
2: Yeah. Cause I mean, our total email list is a million six. Um, but there's probably about 600,000 of them that have opened an email from us within the last 30 days. So if you, you know, and those are the people we email daily, you know, from 30 to 90 days, it's about weekly. And after 90 days, maybe an email every other month. You know, to try to reactivate them, but it's just you email your active people more and your less active people less and, and that'll help you out a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, cool. I, I appreciate you taking some time and talking with us, Matt. Um, where can our audience come find you? What, what do you have to promote? What's going on in your world?
2: Uh, Yeah, so I I do some blog posts periodically at my domain name, which is mattpaulston.com. And then all my books are on Amazon, including Email Marketing Demystified. If anybody wants that book, the URL for it is just myemailmarketingbook.com.
1: Cool. We'll definitely get that uh, into our our show notes here. And again, Matt, thanks very much for taking a few minutes and, and talking with us. We really appreciate it.
2: Thank you for having me on.
1: You know, Eric, I found it really interesting on how Matt really dove into such a crowded space. I mean, you think of uh, financial news, financial advice, that there's just a ton of content out there and really interesting how he's able to kind of automate things and, and drive it forward with email marketing. That was really interesting to me.
0: As a business development person, I've met 407 bajillion financial advisors. You know, And so, so no, I thought, you know, anytime you can dig into a crowded field, I think it was awesome. And so because of that, I started actually reading the book. And I usually read Harry Potter books on the weekend or just something fun and goofy. And This was much different than what I normally reading on the weekends. But one thing I liked is, you know, I, I haven't got too far into it. But they he suggested using some of the tools that we're using and we're kind of a small team and it's scary and exciting to try anything but it's really it's nice to hear someone successful using the same tools as us
1: yeah absolutely and you know for those of you who haven't picked up yet matt's got a great book on on email marketing um where can they find it out again Eric?
0: Uh, Audible, oh, I forget the name of it. I'm fired.
1: <laughs> we'll put it we'll, in the description. We'll, yeah, we'll post that in the description, and um, I, I'm pretty sure he's a ebook on on uh, Amazon too. But you know, I really like the uh, the approach to owning your customers and not leaning on any one channel to be successful.
0: You know, and I never really thought of of just of the importance of not leaning on a channel. Like I, I never really put into a, like, I never had it in my mind that Google or Facebook could like change your algorithm and completely destroy your business. And then you're like, what you're kind of stuck, you're stuck in one channel, then then that's going to be devastating to your business. And I've never thought of that before this particular um, conversation.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of entrepreneurs look at it and say, it's just too hard to build an email list and emails dead, you know, uh, Facebook bots are the next cool thing. We need to lean into that, and you know, you you build up a, an audience on that technology on the platform. All it takes is for Facebook to say, you know what, guys, bots are going away, or we're going to change how you get to talk to your audience on our platform because those aren't your your users; they're they're ours. So, you know, at that point, you're just really dead in the water.
0: And full disclosure, I opened up my Audible, and the book is called Email. Marketing demystified. I, I apologize for that, but I did make up for it. And so, yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. I hope you know of a serve that could use a little of our advice and random thoughts. Um, send them over to codelation.com to hear the next podcast.